Hey folks, welcome back to the podcast. This is The Finch Show and I am James Finch. We're talking all things nerdy, rad, 3D printing, cosplay, you name it. Anybody who's known me for any period of time knows that I am a massive Halo fan going all the way back to the beginning. So the guest I had today was a lot of fun. She goes by Primrose Fawn um, on social media. She is a Twitch streamer and she is a cosplayer most notably known for doing Cortana. And it is a phenomenal Cortana cosplay that she does. Um, I had to invite her on the podcast. We did it. She's such a character, such a phenomenal person. We had a lot of fun talking. I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to get out of the way. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Primrose Fawn. So Dallas area in Dallas being out Boston. Yes, with, it is. With what now? Uh, Dallas beat Boston with the mo- being the most dangerous city to drive in, uh, specifically I-20. Uh, 35 might be on there, but specifically I-20 in the Dallas area, uh, I suppose beat out Boston with the most dangerous place to drive in. And I am part of the problem now because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be bullied. And, you know, some of my friends will get onto me and it's like, well, I've, I'm really not an aggressive driver, but I am assertive. And you just need, because there's, it's, it's a joke that I'll kind of tell my friends. Cause I have some friends that live, you know, on the outskirts of Dallas. Cause DFW has like eight. Oh, I hope nobody like rags on me for this. Cause I'm probably going to say it wrong, but I think it's like 8.3 million people. The entire Metroplex does. Um, and so I have some friends that live out in the outskirts, you know, where it's real country and they're afraid of driving in Dallas. And I have to explain to them, okay, you're going to go the wrong way down a one way. You're going to miss your exit and cut off like four people. You're going to like, there, there are things that happen. And all you do is you say, Oh, it's Dallas because other people are going to do those things to you too. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like, Oh, what an idiot. It's Dallas. Mm-hmm. If someone's trying to merge onto the highway and I'm in that lane and you have not gone past 60, I will sit there for literally one second, may, maybe a second and a half to see if you're going to merge. And if you don't gun it and cut in front of me, that's Dallas. I will just keep going. <laughs> and what Street. are you driving? Uh, well, now I don't have as, as much bark to my bite anymore because <laughs> I have a green Subaru Outback. Oh, no. <laughs> so, Dallas area, take notice. Yeah. Well, actually, I have the least conspicuous car that anyone can ever have because I, I have a green Subaru Outback and I have a custom plate that has to do with like nerd culture so it's previous to this i had a volkswagen facade that was like the first nice thing that i ever bought it it wasn't new it was a it's a 2015 though but that was it was the i cried getting it because it was the first nice thing that i'd ever purchased i grew up extremely poor um and previous to that car i had a 1991 chevrolet s10 Woo! And it was horrible. It was <laughs> ugly, and I loved it. It was my baby, um, and nothing could, nothing bad could happen to that truck. Um, I have only been in one like car accident where I was driving. Accident. I uh, well, the <laughs> the the guy that owned it previous to me, because my my father was a mechanic, and he got the truck in like a barter, basically where the guy couldn't really pay for his stuff, but had to give something. So I worked for, uh, for my dad until I had made like, I think $500 is what it was worth in scrap metal. (laughs) And I had that truck, uh, but the guy that owned it previously, uh, he got tired of the ABS light being on all the time. So he cut it 
<laughs> cut the lines. And I didn't know that. And I hydroplaned across, across an entire bridge and I hit the guardrail at probably about 60 miles an hour. I hit the, the window. I got a concussion. I was freaking out. I thought I had crashed my car and I called my parents and I was crying. And I was like, I crashed the, I crashed the truck. I, you know, I was like bleeding and stuff. And I got out and I went around and there was a dent about this big in the wheel well. And that was it. <laughs> like the, I would have died. I could have died in that car, but nothing would have happened. Nothing would have happened to the actual vehicle. It was, you know, back when they were all made out of steel. Right. And There's so a- my my joke on like with being on Dallas highways was just like, I will hit you. And my truck is worth like $500. You think I'm not going to play games with the Aston Martin in front of me? <laughs> Try again. There's, like, there's, no. a, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, yeah. There's a lot. To- <laughs> yeah. Like, How I long have so many car stories. This? You have no idea. I'm sorry. Was this a long bridge or just like a short one? Or I mean, did you it hike was... your plane like across the Mississippi or? No, it wasn't like one of the big bridges on like the, the, um, highways in Dallas. Cause there's a couple of them that are already built, um, like the bridge on 30 and stuff like that. But no, it was, um, it was in my little nowhere, like podunk town. I want to say it was, it was over two highways mm-hmm. or two, um, you know, it's like the two lane highways going oh, okay. opposite directions. So it was of a decent length, but it wasn't like the San Francisco bridge. <laughs> that's, that's a long way to hydroplane. Right. I was going to say like, this yeah, just, just yeah. became a physics equation. I'm trying to figure out in my head. No. Yeah. It, they, uh... it, it, it'd been like 200 yards. Okay. Over a football field. Yeah. So it, You're absolutely right though. Cause like cars today are like 3d printed plastic. Like mm-hmm. you bump into something with a shopping cart and you need a whole quarter panel replaced back in the day. They were just steel tanks. That just, yeah. I mean, my first car was a small car, but it was an 86 Mustang and it was the same thing. Like thing was solid. Like Ooh. it was faded. It was red. It had was cherry red when it was brand new. By the time I started driving it in 1996, so it was like a faded orange. Oh yeah. But you could bounce off pillars with that thing and it would just be like, oh, you just buff it out. It's fine. It's no big deal. Yeah, you yeah. get like a plunger in the hot water. And you like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, somebody see, else in so yeah, country know. who knows that trick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there was, like I said, if I got in a horrible accident, that truck would have been fine. Like I would have been dead on the inside because it didn't mm-hmm. have airbags. It didn't have anything, <laughs> but truck would have been fine. Well, you were in a steel cage. so Exactly. I was in a nice, beautiful little tank. And I had the excuse where um, the speedometer only went to 85. Mm -hmm. But I would take it to 85 and I would watch it keep going. (laughs) the little. So I knew if I ever got pulled over, I could just be like, what are you talking about? Like, it only goes to 85. How could I have been going 104? (laughs) You sound like you've practiced that voice. Like you're yeah. like, oh, this is my cop voice. This is yeah, this is the cop that uh, I'm just, I'm just a little Southern gal. I'm just a little idiot. How am I supposed to, I don't know anything about nothing. I've never been anywhere. Does it change? Yeah, if, a, does it change if it's a female officer? I've only actually been pulled over twice. So I don't know. Oh, okay. For yeah, I, despite uh, despite how I'm speaking right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, both times were for speeding. Uh, the first time I was genuinely like crying horribly and I did not fake that because I was coming home from something with 
my like ex-boyfriend and we'd had a huge fight and it was really bad. And he said a lot of really mean things. So I was going 80 and a 65. So I was going, uh, you know, 15 miles over, but it had just turned from 75 miles oh. an hour to just speed limit 65 miles an hour. Okay. So I don't really think it was my fault, but I was crying really hard. So I didn't notice. <laughs> so yeah, you can imagine where the, the local city cop that pulled me over and like, I rolled my manual window down and I was just like <laughs> sobbing. He was like, Holy shit. Uh, I'm not getting involved with ma'am. This. Do you, uh, pulled you over for uh, speeding. Do you know how fast you were going? Like, it, well, actually just kidding. They don't say that fun fact. If a cop pulls you over and they say, do you know how fast you were going? They don't actually know. Mm-hmm. They just thought you were speeding. Otherwise, they will come up and say, hey, I caught you going 80 miles an hour in a 65. Can I go ahead and see your license and proof of insurance? Uh-huh. That's a fun good little to know. tip. That's fun good little to tip. Know. So you can, if they will say, do you know how fast you're going? You're like, yes, sir. I was going 65 miles an hour. <laughs> Maybe 67. But no. They get mad when you pop quiz them. Like, how fast do you think I was going? Yeah, right. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> you pulled me over. Yeah, right. You probably what, better you don't know? than my piece of shit car. You tell exactly. me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, it was it was that. And the other time, the other time was for speeding too. And I was I was mad about that one because I it was on this little like farm to market, you know, FM whatever. And there was this car ahead of me that was the guy was texting and driving. And so he was like swerving into my lane and then swerving onto the, um, Oh, what are they called? Rumble strip? I think Oh, that's what what we call it down here. I don't know if it's called it something anywhere else, but then I got into my lane again. And so he was swerving bad and I was like, okay, I'm not dealing with this. And so, yeah, I accelerated it and I gunned it past him. And I think I was going like 10 over or something to get past him. And then, yeah, a cop saw me and pulled me over. And I was like, (laughs) He's like, okay, you know, why were you going 10 over? And I was like, oh, there was a guy that was texting and driving in front of me, almost hit me a couple of times. So, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, you if you want to, if you want to, yeah, you know, go get keep, go, keep going down the road, it was that red Camry. <laughs> anyway, then I got yeah. a ticket and I was mad. So, yeah, I don't blame you. Guy, yeah, I was so. on um, I 90 outside Chicago. I was actually, there was a couple of years ago, I was actually heading into Comic Con. And I was busy talking with a friend. I was not paying attention to the speed limit. I was just staying in the flow of traffic. You know how that goes. You're just like, you're just along with everybody else. And at some point in time, the rest of traffic slowed down and I didn't. Oh, okay. And I'm just cruising along. And eventually I see state trooper lights behind me. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, state trooper, you are screwed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They don't care about anything that you have. And I pull out and this dude gets out of the car and he is this african-american man probably about six foot five built like a just an absolute brick shit house and he's got his trooper hat on you know the big wide brim trooper hat and the thing pulled all the way down and he comes up to my window and i've already got my license and registration i'm ready to hand it to him and he just goes 80 (laughs) and i and i'm just like i know i'm sorry officer he goes 80 and i'm like yeah that's on me i apologize he goes 80 on you no, he just stood there staring sure? at me. And just said 80, that is something like, that a state trooper would do. They would be right. like eighty. <laughs> right, piece of shit. Hand it over, like <laughs> right. I'll give him credit. Do, he y'all's, wrote, yeah. do y'all state troopers uh, wear cowboy hats like ours? 
No, no, they're oh. these, these like flat brim. They're like, I mean, they're wide brim, but the, the whole thing is flat around. They're oh, not, lame. They're not cowboy okay, hats. Right. That's just a Texas ex- exceptionalism thing. Um, I'll give him credit though. It was a 65 mile an hour zone and he wrote the ticket that I was going 79. So because if it's Your over- Your aren't nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I will bow to him. And he's 100% right. I was like- if everybody else had been going 80, I'd been like, bro, like I'm going to get run over if I don't, but exactly. And no, and as someone, again, that lives in DFW, if you don't go the speed of traffic, you will cause car accidents. Yes. Yes. So like if I, if I have ever got pulled over for doing like, I don't know, 75 on I 75, <laughs> I'm so sorry, officer. I cared. I, I cared for my life right. and for the life of others around me. Yes. Are you kidding? And, like, that, and that's exactly the way I-90 is around Chicago. They We joke that it's called the I-90 for a reason, because if you're not going 90, you're 90, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. The um, So, yeah, that's that. Um, first thing I got to ask about, because as somebody who is a, like a certified absolute halo nut, I have to ask, like, how extensive your enjoyment or like or fandom of Halo goes? Well, I wouldn't say that I'm like a certified nut. Like I have, um, <laughs> I am not, I would a hundred percent be like a fake fan to oh. probably a lot of people that I know. Actually, one of my mods, uh, something savage has read all of the halo books and had like, yeah, no, I have not read all of the halo books. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually kind of like infinite, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which I know is not a very popular opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like it and I have fun. Now I acknowledge that, you know, with the game and stuff, obviously with the servers on like, you know, multiplayer and stuff like that. No, they're not perfect. Um, I try to just have fun anyway. And I know that that's also not something that a lot of people (laughs) do, Uh, but I mean, it has taken me, uh, it has taken me far. You know, I've, I've gotten attention from people on the official Xbox Twitch channel and uh, actual Xbox like uh, hosts, Xbox plays hosts and stuff like that, where they were like, okay, like this girl, you know, we see her stream and uh, her, you know, Cortana cosplay and stuff like that. And whenever they checked me out, I have rules on my stream where you can't, you can't sit there and trash talk. You can't whine, you can't sit, you know, whatever. Like we try to be positive now, not necessarily like a a toxic positivity where, you know, you can't admit that anything is wrong ever, but I had stopped in on some actual, you know, professional halo players that are on teams, like specialty teams that are, everyone recognizes the name of, and they were sitting there, you know, I remember one, of course I, I, I won't say the name, but he was sitting there like, Oh my God, what a bunch of tryhards, what a bunch of sweats. This is pathetic. Like, this game sucks, et cetera. And it was like, well, you're on like one of the best teams in the game. So I don't really know who is more of a sweat and a tryhard than you are. Mm-hmm. First of all, second of all, <laughs> you're here, aren't you? You're playing it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. That is just so confusing to me. And it's always, it's also so upsetting. Cause you know, you have to consider that, you know, younger people might be watching you and think that that's an acceptable thing to do. I hate that there's, um, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of really popular Twitch channels where the whole, the whole premise is just raging and trash talking mm-hmm. and being horrible to the people that you're playing with. And people just think that that's okay. And that's funny. Mm-hmm. And 
and I don't, and maybe I'm like a loser for that or something, or maybe I'm like sensitive, but I just don't, I don't <laughs> know what exactly, <laughs> I don't know what I'm like allowed to say mm. on this podcast, Whatever. but it's, it's like, well, it, to me, if, and you can cut this out if you need to, but to me, it's like, if you're playing a game and you're making your livelihood off of this game and you're sitting there trash talking it and talking about how much you hate it, you sound like a cuck dude. Like you're, you're here anyway, aren't you? Mm -hmm. You're yes. here with the rest of us. Like, right. don't be a baby. Right. So that type of positivity, I would go in with, you know, I would play with people. I would get, you know, people that they wanted to play my multiple or like big team battles, something like that. I would get them in. And before we started, it was like, okay, here are my rules. Don't call the other team sweats or tryhards. You sound like a loser. Um, don't sit there and trash talk the servers. We know we get it. Mm. After a certain point, we're just going to say that it's a skill issue and we'll make fun of you instead. <laughs> uh, number three, please don't be racist or sexist or make like rape jokes or something, which is sad that I have to say that. Yeah. Um, but it's like, okay, I'm not. I'm not having you say these things on my stream where my name is. You can go be horrible on your own time. Sorry. Mm -hmm. and I think that was it. I think there was like one more rule, but it, it all was kind of just like, hey, don't sound like a loser. Right. It, you know, and so that type of positivity, just trying to have a good mindset and not be horrible to the people that I was playing with, that is what got the attention of, mm -hmm. you know, people at Xbox and stuff like that. That is what mattered. And so, you know, it kind of just goes to show that. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes not being a baby works out. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Actually having a level of maturity, you know what I mean? That's, oh, that's, geez. It, Who would yeah, have thought? I know. Online games. It's like, it's unfortunate that it's that way, but it's just like the culture of just screaming obscenities at other people. And are we still in the position where people are saying your mom's stuff or is that like so 2006? Um, sorry if you can hear my cat. Uh, um, I don't know if we still say your mom stuff. I think they just go straight into like slurs and, <laughs> and stuff like that. And keep in mind, I don't want to hear anything from anybody. Okay. That's like, oh, you couldn't have survived a call of duty lobby in 2009 or whatever. It's like, no, I did that. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was cool then either. Like, and it, you know, the concept of like hating people that just beat you. You know, I had said this or something akin to this on the Xbox channel whenever I went on there where I was like, you know, maybe I'm a boomer or something. But I remember back in the day when you were playing with somebody and they absolutely destroyed you. You sent them a friend request. Right. You wanted to. Yeah. So and now it's just like, oh, what a scrub. What a try hard. What a loser. Yeah. Sweat, you know, et cetera. And it's like, well, don't you wish you were that good, though? Right. Yeah. Don't you feel bad? Mm -hmm. Don't you want to get Are you sad better? on the inside? Right. Don't and, you want to get better? <laughs> and, and saying that you wouldn't have survived the lobby on Call of Duty in 2009 is like saying, well, you think this is horrible. We used to be even horribler. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, what, we used to be worse. About? It's like, okay. Is that a cool. badge of honor that you let everybody be, be, be a bitch to you? Like, I don't, that's, yeah. that blows my mind. Like, I don't, <clears throat> that's insane. Yeah. It's, uh, so... I'm one of those people, like I play Halo Infinite. I enjoy it. Um, mm -hmm. The only complaints I have are the ones you've talked about, like, you know, the server thing drives me nuts. Uh, you know, occasionally you'll run into the, like the, the, the modders with the auto aim and the, you know, that stuff drives you insane. Um, other than mm -hmm. that, I spend the majority of my time playing it, getting mad just because I suck and I'm not mad at anybody else for that. I'm just like, ah, oh, God, that guy, hmm. you know what I mean? 
Yeah. My wife makes fun of me because I'm like, oh, you're going to sit down and play Halo and relax and get your blood pressure up. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. hundred percent, you know? Um, but yeah, where did, um, so where did the Cortana cosplay start for you? Um, so I had, I had dropped cosplaying for a long time. I was really into cosplaying when I was like 13, 14, 15. Um, and then, you know, real life had a lot of horrible things to say and I had to, you know, drop it. But recently kind of after streaming, I got to, after starting to stream, I got to revisit a lot of the passions that I had had when I was younger because I'd already ripped off the bandaid of like being cringe because I was afraid to start streaming specifically because I was thinking, you know, okay, how embarrassing to just sit there and talk to yourself and like how, <laughs> how embarrassing to sit there and put myself out there for nothing. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, it's, it's humiliating if, if it doesn't take off or anything and you are really just sitting there trying so hard and just, you know, there's like one viewer and it's my husband that has it open while he's at work and like, you know, doing stuff. And like, that was already so embarrassing. And so once I kind of ripped off that bandaid, I was like, oh, okay, well, I just get to be cringe now. Right. Mm -hmm. I get to go and do all the things that I, I have wanted to do, but I've been too embarrassed to do. And so one of those was, um, Cortana, because I had, I appreciated her. I think like Halo three was my favorite version of her, but that was very, it was very inappropriate. I could not do that. And also I didn't have a lot of money or anything as, as previously stated. And so now coming out of it, it's like, I'm an adult. I have adult money. I can, I can go, I can do, I can do some of this. <laughs> and so considering I was a halo streamer, that's what I did now recently, you know, I've been on an Elden ring kick game definitely has me by the throat, but I've been ending stream still with halo and I've been playing off stream as well. Uh, pretty decently, but after kind of climbing through the ranks in multiplayer, I got to fall in love with the game again. And that was something that people had asked for, like, Hey, you know, you're doing random cosplays. I had cosplayed like Samus and, uh, I did the Witcher three for a little while and Yennefer interest, but you know, okay, whatever. But Yennefer was like my favorite cosplay. And someone had mentioned Cortana that they would like to see that. I was like, you know what? I have always wanted to cosplay Cortana. I do like doing that. And, um, it did take a while, but, uh, my first like Cortana stream, I don't even think I really took any pictures previous, uh, but it ended up going really well for me. I had dressed up and did it again a couple of days later and I actually tried to take photos and stuff like that and putting those on my Instagram and stuff. That's what got a pretty decent amount of attention after a while. And I mean, you know, likes and follows and comments and stuff. That's not everything, mm -hmm. you know, of course not. That's, that's not everything, but it, it does feel really nice yeah. to work hard on something and then be validated for that thing and feel seen and appreciated for your hard work and what you've done. So that's, that was really nice getting a lot of attention from that. I was like, Oh, really? Oh, that's so nice. You know, cause again, I tried to not let, you know, likes and engagement and stuff, um, take over everything for me, but boy, howdy, it's sure nice. It sure yeah. is nice. Well, so. the, um, the, there's as somebody who plays a social media game as well. Um, I've often felt that there is, 
there there's basically two kinds of people there are the people who want likes want followers want comments because they need it on an egotistical level right um, on the flip side there is just like you said there is working really hard at something and the likes and the follows and the comments are a validation that you worked hard at something and you did a good job at it. Yeah, and I think exactly. there's, a, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like none whatsoever. Like when I'll see, <clears throat> excuse me, somebody who's a cosplayer who has like a couple hundred followers or something like that. And they put together an amazing piece of cosplay and they post pictures of it. And two days later, they have several thousand followers that's earned. Like that's yeah, 100% earned. Definitely. You know, um, and I think there's absolutely, there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. I think you're, you're absolutely dead on with that. Um, yeah, that's good. The, um, yeah, I, and I've never, you know, and as somebody, again, it, like, I, I can't relate more to what you're saying, because as somebody who does a podcast, you know, and it was one of those things, like when you, and you know, like when you first start doing anything like that, it was the same thing. Like, you know, I'd like my first several episodes I do with the podcast, they would have like, four streams and like one would be my dad and one would be my wife and the other two would be like best friends of mine yeah. and then the next episode would be the same and then the next mm-hmm. episode would be the same and you're just like um and I don't know about you I sort of felt like for the, I you know I went through a period there where I almost quit because I'm just like this yep. isn't like going anywhere like you just feel like you're talking into a void and you don't want your friends to get to the point where they're supporting you but they've been supporting you for so long they're getting tired of supporting you you know what i mean where they're like oh god i yeah. gotta listen to this podcast again you know what i mean um but yeah. to anybody out there doing anything like that keep going if you have any belief that you're good at it keep going because eventually things will you know if you have any talent whatsoever it will eventually loosen up that was um that was what first i i want to say turned me on to you as the Cortana cosplay. Like I said, being, um, you know, a halo, not that I am, uh, just like your moderator, I have read all the books. Not only that, I've had the author of some of the books on my podcast. Like that's, really? how, big of, that's how big of a halo. That's crazy. Um, I should tell Savage. He's going to lose his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, and anybody else who's listening, um, it was Karen Travis who wrote the Kilo six trilogy of halo novels. I believe, or is it Kilo 3? It's Kilo something. Anyway, that's what they're known as. They, the books have separate titles, but just as a nickname, mm-hmm. that's what the trilogy is called. Um, yeah, was, um, no, you said Halo 3. Was Halo 3 the first Halo that you ever played? No, I started off with the first Halo. Yes. So there's a little a little story that goes along with this. But um, so like I said, I, I grew up extremely poor, didn't have almost anything, but my older brother had a, a different father, and his father obviously was way better off than we were. And so my older brother would come home with video games that he had bought. He would bring his, whatever system he had at the time, he would bring it back and forth, you know, go to his dad's on the weekend, come back. Uh, he would bring a system with him. So any of the games that he brought home, I played those. So like all of the need for speeds um, started with, of course, the Halo games. Uh, ATV Off-Road Fury 2 was a personal favorite of mine. I loved that game. A lot of the Tony Hawk games, you know, whatever it was. And I did anything that my older brother did. And I was homeschooled. So I had okay. a bit more time than him mm. because he was not he was not homeschooled. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I beat, I believe the first three, I, it's kind of fuzzy. Uh, but I, I beat at least two of those on legendary and nobody believes me because whenever I started off with infinite, I started off at like bronze three. Mm-hmm. 
So <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't really seem consistent, does it? Mm -hmm. But all I, I mean, all I used to do was, you know, I'd have my homework and I would have my, you know, curriculum, my studies, and I've been climbing trees outside and also playing video games. And so I used to just do it nonstop and I was pretty good at it. <laughs> and then, you know, like I said, real life happens and I come back and I'm like, oh, geez, bronze three. So there's two that are worse than me, right? <laughs> there's like two <laughs> levels that are worse than me. So I did start off with the first Halo. And again, a lot of it is kind of fuzzy because it was so long ago and obviously I was younger. Um, I think I stopped after Reach because about that time was whenever I kind of had to, <clears throat> I stepped away from everything for a while. But because I remember loving Forge. I was like obsessed with Forge. Mm -hmm. You know, you'd be that little ball floating around. Oh, and stuff. yeah. Oh, yeah. I would spend so long on that. Oh, like yeah. making my own special little levels. Like, yeah. I was obsessed. It, was like, it was like so, Halo Minecraft sort of thing. Like, yeah. It was like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was delighted by that. But, you know, so it, it did start off with the first Halo. Mm -hmm. and, um, and and now you're all you're all the way along with us to Infinite. Have you? God, I I, I feel like. A horrible, horrible person asking this. Have you watched the show at all? <sighs> so, so, no, long story short, I haven't. I'm afraid because uh, I am very attached to Halo and I know it is nothing. No, it is nothing like Halo. If I have heard that if you completely take away what Halo is, just completely, and then you keep up with like the names um and then like some of the concepts it's a pretty decent sci-fi show um i know that i probably would have difficulty separating halo from the tv show so i haven't seen it yet because i'm scared of not liking it and jen taylor liked some of my like cortana cosplay posts mm -hmm. so i feel like um i'm obligated by law to not uh to not insult the show so if i don't see it then, then you don't have to. Then I don't. I don't have an opinion. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to not like it or like it. So you know the weird uh, and I think I feel like you nailed it right on the head. the The interesting thing about it is is that my my father, um, who is you know grew up Star Wars, Star Trek, so he's no stranger to sci fi sci fi fantasy at all. Started watching the show, and he is of course he's you know he's older he's never played video games in his life he's never played any of the halo games and i remember just telling him about the show like oh you know you've heard me for you know decades now talk about halo there's a halo tv show that's coming so he started watching it um and he loved it he thought it was a really good show he thought it was captivating it was interesting whereas i was just for me it was like every episode was the next chapter of watching a car a really horrible car wreck happen you couldn't take your eyes off of it. But after every episode, I was so angry and so mad. And we were having this exact same discussion you and I were having. So eventually what I did is I went to YouTube and I found a YouTube video that was all of the cutscenes from Halo 2 compiled into one. And I sent it to him and he watched it. And he was like, wow. And I'm like, that's Halo. That's what fans were expecting. This is why this is why Halo fans are angry. Not that they gave you gave us a bad storyline. But compared to what it is we were expecting, it just, it, it was not there at all. And it's so sad. And I thought, um, you know, the guy, like, I, I can't remember, the guy who's like the executive producer and 
like showrunner for it has been whining on the internet. I think ever since the show came out that Halo fans were ruining the show because they were complaining about the show. But this is the same guy who, when he came into Halo, said that he had never played the video games and didn't want to because he didn't want to be confined story-wise. To an extent, I understand. However, if you're hired as a director to direct a movie based off of a book, wouldn't you at least want to read the book? Or decide not to and then put out a movie and then can't understand why fans of the book are mad at you. You know what I mean? Like that, like, for example, you know, if you got hired to like, hey, we want you to make a movie adaptation of Moby Dick. Are you going to read Moby Dick? You know, or are you just going to be like, no, there's it depends a way on if guys. you want to be like restricted creatively on your vision <laughs> of maybe sort of what Moby Dick might be about. It, I but, but it, I mean, you know, I, I understand that part and I've, I've seen a lot of the interviews and I've read a lot of the stuff and I, you know, on like my Twitter feed had seen um, random clips from the Halo like show uh, Twitter page, which was so weird to me because it was like the episode just came out and they would post like a scene or a snippet from something very important. And it was like, hey, but I had seen, so because of that, I've seen random like little clips or scenes or something from it and been like, huh, I don't really know about that one. Okay. <laughs> All right. But I mean, again, like I said, like, I feel like I, I have this reputation for positivity and then, you know, Jen Taylor liked some of my Cortana stuff. So I was like, I can't trust talk this show. Man, are you kidding me? Jen Taylor's probably private like this piece of shit. But they gave me a bag of cash to come do a Cortana's voice. So yeah, I mean, there's a (laughs) there's one of my favorite clips that has to do with like Texas politics is there's like a paid there's a paid um, canvasser for Greg Abbott that had stopped by this guy's house. And she was like, you know, here you go, sir. Do I have your support for, uh, or does Greg Abbott have your support with the vote in this next election? The guy said, absolutely not. And she said, okay, yes, sir. Everybody has to have a job, sir. You do a two, you do a two for a check and like left. And it was like, oh yeah, even his like paid person canvassing doesn't even like him. But so I, I figure you know, again, I have no opinion on the show, <laughs> but I figure, you know, if Jen Taylor as well was like, oh, dude, this sucks. Uh, oh, well, I'm making hella dough. So right, I yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, uh, what yeah. I've seen, what I've seen. I, I don't really want to watch it because I'm want, afraid. I want to state for the record uh, two things. First of all, I admire the strength and effort that you're putting in the positivity right now. I really do. Like I, I genuinely, genuinely appreciate that. Second of all, I want to say I'm not beholden reputation wise and I'm a, and I'm a Gen Xer and we complain about everything. Let me tell you folks, Jen Taylor, if you ever listen to this, I love you more than life itself. You are the voice of my childhood. You are an amazing human being. Bungie, I love you. You created a fantastic world. Paramount Plus, you could kiss my ass. Like, it's just. Yeah, I could go. I, yeah, I can see that. Ugh. I you mean, know. like, don't get me wrong. I love complaining. <laughs> I love complaining. I think it's so fun. Like, I, I mean, th- think about it this way. You know, if you have, if you're at, you know, a, a new job and maybe you have some people there that, you know, you're unfamiliar with and you don't really know how to bond with them, guess what? 
<laughs> complaining about somebody oh man oh. it's like an instant connection oh. like having a mutual hatred for something brings people together yeah. okay like yeah. it's i love complaining yeah. but yeah i that's like one of my only little like bubble topics where i'm like <laughs> if i don't look at it it won't matter it, it won't matter you're you got, you're 100 right like that's pretty much like how my wife and i got together was from like shit talking co-workers oh yeah because we work together love it you know and then we'd like have like date night and we started dating like what do you want to do i don't know you want to go get taco bell and shit talk people at the park okay like absolutely <laughs> like, i do like why not it sounds amazing yeah you know i will say this um and if you do ever end up watching the show visually they nailed it like the way the pelicans look the way the master chief looks the way the aliens look the i mean the weapons like at one point in time, you see like this grunt, like nail a Marine with a needler and it's like spot on, like all the oh, pink shirts fun. go into him and he explodes and you're like, bro, nice. so that they, like, oh, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that. To I people. did that like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. So that that's fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give him that. Um, I have to ask, cause you've been, cause uh, you, you, I'm sure you've seen me pop in. I try to catch your Twitch streams as much as I can. Um, Elden Ring. Like my only experience with that game is literally just watching you play it. Outside of that, I know nothing about it. What's the deal with Elden Ring? So I'm also not really an authoritative like um, person to that. That Elden Ring was my first Dark Souls game. Um, I have not played any Dark Souls game. I have not um, consumed any content uh, for it, which honestly is a slightly foolish decision because everything would just be so much easier if I did. If I just went and watched tutorials, if I just went and watched like um, stat explanation videos, uh, methods of killing or cheesing bosses, which cheesing is, that's something else that I, I learned about. I didn't know what cheesing was. Um, cheesing? cheesing is um, it's taking advantage of um, like game mechanics to kill something way easier than you're supposed to. Um, it's not cheating necessarily, but it is like, oh, if I stand at this exact spot on this exact staircase after hitting this guy three times and having hit like, then he'll clip into something and die, mm. you know? So it's, it's, it's stuff like that. So I, if I had looked up ways to cheese bosses or tutorials and methods on how to kill them in an efficient manner, like everything would just be so much easier, mm. but I haven't consumed any, um, Elden Ring content. I haven't watched anybody else play it. <clears throat> um, and I haven't played any Dark Souls games previous to this. So it did take me a while to figure out, oh, okay, you're supposed to do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can't, you can't do that over there. This is how it works. The only thing that I knew about Dark Souls uh, in general was like the, you know, the you died, like that meme, that, that's all. Um, and so I only know some about the lore of this game. And it's just kind of stuff that I've seen and kind of barely had a grasp on. But there is my my thing with Elden Ring uh, <laughs> and my little joke that I have, because there's different like build types or whatever that depend on, you know, what you're dumping all of your, you know, stat points into. Uh, and so a lot of people do, you know, like a mage type build where you can you know be in the back and just zap something over and over i run up to things and i hit it i don't that's what i like to do um 
it was called a guts build, I guess, but uh, it, I changed it slightly. I guess it's called like a face tank build where, yeah, I run up and I hit things. I put everything I had into like my health bar, essentially my endurance. Cause all I do is hit things and, um, dexterity. That's, that's it. I don't have anything else. <laughs> so even I don't have like a super efficient or skilled way of playing the game. I'm just like, yeah, you know what I'm familiar with? Halo. Right. You know what I do way too much in Halo? Melee kills. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it used to be like a, a joke when, you know, you watch Fawn play for five minutes, take a shot every time she goes for a melee kill. Boom. Dead. <laughs> dead. Alcohol Perished. poisoning. Alcohol minutes. poisoning. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, like five. Like five, oh. <laughs> five minutes max. So are, yeah. Are you, that's... are you one of those people who runs around the map just like meleeing constantly? Like anytime you get Not near constantly, because or... then I... Well, yeah, maybe, but not, not like constantly if I'm running around. Cause whatever I get the timing wrong, someone comes around the corner and I'm already in the middle of it, you know, but yeah, I do. It'll, it took me so long to do like three bursts melee. Yeah. Like, or something like that. But even then I just, you know, mm-hmm. it's it, the exact same thing with halo, um, applies to Elden ring times like a thousand where people will come into the chat and they'd be like, Oh, if you do this you know, and then you do this, um, you know, you'll be a little bit more successful. It's like, yeah, I know that, <laughs> but I'm not good. So what so, do you want? Like, <laughs> so what you're telling me is, is that you don't have like spreadsheets charting all of your abilities and running in the most efficient manner. And instead you're just trying to have fun. Is this what you're trying to tell me? Sadly, <laughs> I think that you might be on to something. <laughs> But no, I mean, you know, like I'm just going through and dying the same way over and over again. It's, you know, again, like with Halo, someone would come in and be like, oh, if you know, you hit them here this many times. And then, you know, it's like three bursts to the chest, one in the head, boom, dead. And it's like, yeah, well, have you considered that I button smash and I get scared? Uh-huh. Like it's, <laughs> or, you know, right now, if, if anybody knows anything about Elden Ring right now, I'm on Melania. It's taken me a long time. And I'll tell you what, if I rearranged my entire build and I had more of a mage build and I could zap her from far away and I used a specific um, summon to help me, you know, stuff like that, I could get her pretty easily, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. Mm. I'm going to continue with my stupid way of doing it <laughs> and have a horrible time. Yes. And that's, and that is my choice. That is Mm -hmm. my prerogative to do. Right. (laughs) So, you know, and people come in, like, if you use this, um, you know, this would be a lot easier. Or if you do this in this, um, order, you know, it'd be a lot easier. Hey, if you went and got this specific weapon, dude, shut up. Okay. Like I know. Right. Imagine anything that you could possibly tell me that would be helpful. It's already been said. Right. Guess what? (laughs) I'm an idiot. And mm-hmm. I still button mash and I still, you know, in um, Elden Ring is a little different from Halo where like those, they'll be queued up. So like if you're done and you haven't taken your hands off the remote, it'll still be going. So I'm screwed. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, ah! <laughs> oh, geez, I, I'm dead now because I, yeah. So it's, it has changed a bit of the way that I play in addition with, um, you know, Whenever I'm playing, I'll I'll go super hard with this. Oh, and okay. I'll like slam stuff because I'm like, ah, my God. and then I'll go back and I'll play Halo. And if you go that hard with something, you no. Know, yeah. Or if you if you like full send, 
one of the triggers as opposed to like, oh, let me do a light little. Yeah. Like this is how I'm supposed to play Halo. Yeah, Halo. This you gotta is how it. I play Elden Ring. <laughs> so it's it's always a little bit of a shock to go back and forth. It's like, oh wait, I have to. Oh, right. I have to. Yes. Be yes. Gentle with this. I, and I and I was that way with Halo Infinite because I was I was one of those people who like Halo Three was my jam. Like that was the game that I was like up till yep. 5 a.m. You know, I yep. remember Sand Trap. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like it's <clears throat> I thought it was so funny. I saw um I like I hadn't thought about Halo 3 in so long. And I saw a meme the other day that said are you honestly gonna t- it was something like are you honestly gonna tell me that gamers don't get sentimental? And then underneath it was just a picture of Sand Trap. And for oh a second god. I just like oh my God the memories. Oh the memories Oh my God. That was like, that was like this weird wave of nostalgia. I never thought I'd get from a video game before. Um, Halo four and Halo guardians. The multiplayer was bad. And it was just mm-hmm. because of the, not the mechanics or anything, like just the way they had it arranged. But when Halo infinite came out, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm seriously going to give this multiplayer a go. And it was amazing. Like it took longer than I thought it would for like my calibration to come back, like for the touch yeah. and feel of, sweeping and aiming and uh yeah and i just i had to slog through it man it was like days of like going like two and 12 every game you know i'm mean, like oh god i'm trash yeah you take I'm that for trash. me but then you turn that into like months because <laughs> like i said i started at bronze three mm-hmm. i really did um and i i think i'm like plat three now or something but i semi gave up on rank based stuff because yeah it is a little suboptimal mm-hmm. um they changed how it was done a, a couple of times i think one of them was pretty recently to where the levels all had to add up to like a certain amount of points so you could get like an onyx player with like some bronze players but because that collective amount of points added up to be the same as the other team where they had like you know some golds and plats together it, it did become a bit imbalanced um <clears throat> and so i'm just having more fun with the other game modes but it's yeah, you know, I'm not like a high diamond. I'm not an Onyx player. I'm not, you know, that great. But I just have fun. <laughs> yeah. I just like to have a good time. Yeah. So, and I think anybody at that level too can attest to the fact that being in those lobbies suck. Like, yeah. you know, let's just let's just go like mess around on, you know, Behemoth or something, which I actually like. I like yeah. that map. So do I. I spend the majority so. of my time in big team battle. That's just like that's my casual jam. Like, so, and I honestly half the time I don't even have a headset on. Most of those people I don't want to talk to anyway. You know what I mean? If I've got like a friend that I'm playing with, that's different. But most of the time it's just some guy who's like, oh man, you guys suck. I could have kept the flag. Yeah. But you didn't get over here with the warthog. I'm like, you didn't tell us you were over there. Like, yeah, you didn't you do know? any like comms, silly right. goose. I yeah. didn't, um, I remember whenever, so whenever I kind of started playing again, again, I was, I was a little bummed because, you know, the last time that I had played and put in some serious effort playing, like everybody had comms, mm-hmm. you know, and then it was, like every five to 10 games, I would get somebody else and I'd be like, ha Hey, Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, there yeah. was one clip from my stream that got semi semi popular, at least for me back then. And it was, you know, I had a guy that was sitting there just insulting his team, me as well. I was on this team. uh you know over and over and was like you guys aren't even doing anything whatever and it was like capture the flag or something and i had just killed the flag carrier 
seven times. And uh-huh. I was just like, can you not be a baby? You sound like a loser right now. <laughs> you know, have you made a single capture? Mm-hmm. I'm helping. What are you doing? Like, yeah, you know, whatever. And it was, it's just that same concept where it's like, oh, you sound like a loser. Oh, what are yeah. you you're like? Like 35, you have two kids. You're yelling at some 11 year olds <laughs> on Halo. Yeah, yeah, of all things. Like, yeah, that's go cook gonna... dinner for your wife, dude. Like I don't know, like be productive. Yeah, she better be cooking so, dinner for me. Yeah, 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 no, it's so. Comms is fun sometimes, though. Some of those comms are fun. God, I remember um, a couple of years ago I was playing, and there's this guy who's on, and in the background you can just hear this baby screaming. Just like, and eventually you hear this woman say, are you going to do anything? Are you just going to sit there and play video games? And this guy literally said, woman, I worked all day long. And all I want to do is come down and sit home and relax. And the woman goes, motherfucker, you work two days a week. Don't give me that shit. And the mic goes dead and the dude quit. Oh my God. You were like, did I just like hear some Jerry Springer stuff happen? Oh my God. It was so, it was, it's a treasured core memory for me though now. Cause it's like, oh, that guy just, he just thought he was the toughest thing in the world. And (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know what I would do. I know. Well, what do you do? You just keep playing, you know? I mean, the guy was gone. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, oh, we lost him as a teammate. Oh no. Do you think we'll find another one or are we just screwed? You know, well, it's not even like, it's not even like, oh, what would I do in that, that situation is it's more like, okay, some guy that works like two days a week and has no like value as yes. <laughs> like, no, like contribution wise right. is bringing nothing to the table right. and he's going to choose to play Halo right. <laughs> instead of helping his wife. There or is, girlfriend or whatever like it's, it's that's just, what you're gonna do you're gonna yeah. yell at 11 year olds when yeah you, it's just ah. like it's just like earlier we were saying there's a lot to unpack there like yeah. what is going on is this like a trailer in arkansas and this guy works two days a week at kfc and his woman is like the breadwinner and she just wants him to come home and take care of the baby while she does the laundry and cooks all the dinner and everything and he's like no i'm playing halo i'm a man i gotta get mad at 12 year olds yeah, it was a unique experience for sure. Like I I mean, I actually have some pretty big goals for my <laughs> life and my career, but in a hypothetical situation where I was making bank, I just would uh, husband could be a stay-at-home dad. That's yeah. like yeah. I just as long as he like did it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as opposed to just like, yeah, I, you know, did the laundry. It's like, oh, you left it in a pile on the bed and now it's all wrinkled. So, you know, iron it. Like, then, then, you know, maybe it would uh-huh. be okay. But other than that, like, if I'm the breadwinner, we will go back to the 50s, but it'll be switched. 100%. If I'm, if I'm 100%. doing all the work and I'm making bank, I better come home. I have my dinner. Mm-hmm. I have my laundry done. That's right. I have like, I don't know. What do they do in the fifties? Better have some cocaine on the, the bedside yeah. table. Like, come on, man. I, yeah. You know, whatever it is that they did back in the day. Yeah. So it's, you know, and, and hypothetically, oh, that sure would be fun if, you know, I could do that with streaming, but I know that people try and fail mm. all the time. There's a very select few that have a gen genuine living from this. And, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. Like that would be, 
that would be great. But even right now, like where I'm at right now is already so, so far ahead of where I thought I would go. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause you know, like I said, when I started, I was like, how embarrassing. Right. Well, and keep, that's like, go ahead. Yeah. Keep going with it. It's um, it's a lot of fun. And the, as somebody who, you know, I'm not like a huge um, Twitch streamer. I have some people that I follow and over the, over the time, there have been some people that I have like checked, like I've heard about and I've kind of like checked in on and maybe watched a few streams. Um, and as somebody who is not a Twitch streamer, uh, but is a Twitch fan, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like for me personally, anyway, I can tell the difference between somebody who's Twitch streaming because they're trying desperately, like desperately to get the likes and the follows versus somebody who is Twitch streaming because they're genuinely enjoying the game that they're playing. It was just like we were talking earlier about where you get your followers from. And I feel like those genuine people, no matter what it is they're doing, like if you're really, really good at cooking, you love cooking and you're making an Instagram account out of it, you're going to get followers because you Mm -hmm. enjoy doing it. And that passion, like people can see it. And and I feel like that goes for anything. Yeah. It's like kind of a joke among like, you know, me and some of my people and my mods where it's like, yeah, you know, I am just losing out on growth because if I actually wanted to grow or, you know, get more likes, follows, et cetera, I should just go play league or like (laughs) call of duty or Fortnite, but mainly league. Like I could just go and do that. And probably way better for me, (laughs) but you know, it's, I don't care. I don't care about those games. Like Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, and I, I kind of had like a quality over quantity thing for a while where I wanted to, you know, cultivate a community that also cared about positivity. Also like some of the things that I liked, you know, et cetera. I didn't want, you know, no, no offense to any big Fortnite streamer. I assume they're totally fine, but I didn't want like a bunch of 13 year olds in my discord. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to be responsible for that. Okay. I say bad bad words. Like I'm not going to no. Get, get away from me. I have, I think I still have the 18 plus warning on my stream. Yeah. And I, I love have, it. I have a, yeah, I have a potty mouth and I'm not trying to get, I'm trying to mess around with that. That was like, that was the first thing that struck me. Like, I think the very first streamers that I watched, cause I was like, <clears throat> I think it was just like a minute or two and then you're like, Oh, quit fucking around. And I just went, Oh, yeah. speaks like me. Cool. Oh yeah. No, I have you a, <laughs> I've been trying to temper it a little bit just because my, you know, husband, Bring, brings it up pretty frequently because he'll just have me open at work casually oh. like and <laughs> and then you know he can't have the volume up or anything if I'm just like what the fuck this is so, what I swear to fucking god like you know because mm-hmm. I have lost again I mean I say that I really don't rage that much uh-huh. uh but I do I do say bad words um this is why he needs to get a bluetooth headset and then yeah right like yeah. what's wrong with you yeah like, just, i mean like improvise adapt overcome like yeah that's that what, what we do not the motto yeah so yeah be a survivor man you know so so doing doing all this stuff again it would be really nice to to do that um but you know we'll see it's the i mean you know starting honestly took so long for me because i'd always wanted to do this i always wanted to stream i always wanted to make youtube videos i always wanted to you know be able to do that stuff i felt like i had a lot of th- i had a lot of things to say and i <laughs> you know i felt like i could but i was just so scared because again mm. putting putting yourself out there is humiliating right it really is mm-hmm. and then uh with starting streaming i was like you know what 
I talk to myself all day, every day. It's not even a, I might as well just do it in front of a camera. Who cares? Who cares if people think that I'm cringy and I'm stupid and Mm -hmm. like people that don't like me laugh at me and how pathetic I am streaming to one person, you know, like whatever, who cares? I saw like a meme a little bit ago that was, you know, it was some person like cleaning their house and they're like, what's up YouTube today? We're going to be cleaning, deep cleaning my entire house. Uh, And I was like, yeah, I do that. I'll just, it's, it's easier. (laughs) In my opinion, it is easier to accomplish certain things. If you imagine that somebody is watching you. Mm -hmm. So whatever. Um, Jesus is watching you all the time. You're right. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I can't believe I forgot. That's my bad. Yeah. That's all on you. That's all on you. Um, you know, the, (laughs) you're absolutely right. But you know, and I love the way you put that about, uh, you know, basically building a community Mm -hmm. because you're 100% right. Because the interesting thing is, is anything that you do, like if you're too preoccupied with like not living out something that you're passionate about, because you're worried about what people within your sphere are going to think about you, then those aren't your people. That doesn't mean you disregard them or you no longer like them, but if they're just not your flavor, you know, yeah. I mean, I have a, I have, you know, I have a job, I have coworkers, I have family, very narrow group of that people are, are into like the nerd stuff that I do this podcast about. So to a lot of those other people who see me post this stuff on my social media, they're just like, Oh, that weird Finch guy again. Yeah. But to the people who listen to the podcast, it's a different story. And that's mm-hmm. the reason why I do it. That I mean, that's basically what I like to say to people is don't let like fear of looking ridiculous hold you back because you look ridiculous no matter what. You might as well look ridiculous doing something that you're passionate about. That's what I say. You know, be stupid and be stupid happy. And it is it is still so hard. So I, I will give some people a bit of a pass for that because it is even now it's still really difficult for me. Um, mm-hmm. So like Savage, the one I was mentioning earlier, he had like, help me out with, you know, shortening some of the VODs and posting like a YouTube video, YouTube video or two. And, you know, they had like the clickbait thumbnail. And I was like, I, that is so hard for me to do. I don't want to do that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's, I make fun of people that do that. I, I make fun of people that do the, the clickbait thumbnail. I make fun of people that do the, you know, low hanging fruit type of content. And then it's like, <laughs> okay well i guess clickbait thumbnails are called clickbait for a reason as in people click on them yeah mm-hmm. yeah so or like shortening stuff or like clips or whatever to put on tiktok uh, i don't want to do that <laughs> but oh my god guess where you get a ton of engagement mm-hmm. tiktok like yeah. it's it's the mortifying ordeal of being known like you're just gonna, if you want to get out there at all, you have to just be like, okay, like, and you just have to overcome being embarrassed mm-hmm. and be like, okay, well, because I mean, through this, again, even though it was so humiliating starting starting out, I have just met a ton of people that I really like and that I talk to all the time. I've made a ton of connections that I wouldn't have made if I was just gonna go talk to myself in my room. Yeah. <laughs> instead. So yeah, yeah. you're, I mean, well, that's so funny you say that because it's like, it's interesting how like, other than like, you know, my wife, like three of my closest friends in the whole world right now are people I met through doing this. Mm -hmm. There are people that had, I never done this podcast. I never would have met in my life. 
geographically yep. just there's no way. And yet now mm -hmm. we're people we talk every day like, oh, hey, how's the new job going? You know, you know, um, that kind of stuff. And it's because I feel like the more you're out there, the more likely you are to find your people, you know, to find your tribe and find the people that you are, you know, most close, close minded to. And, uh, you know, but then, you know, you hear stories of people who are like the most famous actors in the world. And yet they're like making hundreds of millions of dollars a year and have movies that are selling out theaters all across the country. And yet they'll be in their trailer before they're shooting a scene and they're just a nervous wreck, which goes to show you this is universal. Like just putting yourself out there isn't comfortable. And I don't think, I think there, I think you get callous to it. I think you get a little bit more um, immune to that feeling, but I also don't think it ever really goes away. And that's good because that means you're sane. That means you're not crazy because the mm -hmm. only person who puts themselves out there 100% really genuinely does not care what other people think they therefore would not be putting themselves out there because they wouldn't care what other people think. That's just, yeah. it's the catch 22 of the whole situation. You know what I mean? So. Well, and the, the imposter syndrome as well for that can be so, so insane. So like, for instance, with me, you know, I just have my little stream. I passed like a thousand followers, I think uh, a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm just like doing my thing. And I have all of these friends that are so much bigger than me there. And I don't know why they talk to me. It's, and you know, like with uh, what I was talking about earlier with the, the Xbox plays hosts that, you know, and one of them I, I talked to and I have, um, a couple of friends for like one of them collectively over all of the social media platforms is past like 2 million or something. And I just like, like, why, why are you talking to me? Like, how did you, <laughs> and so it's, it's very, very difficult after a little while to be like, you know what, these people talk to me because, you know, I'm, because I'm fun. I'm not, I'm a good friend. I'm right. nice to talk to people come to my stream because they like how positive I am. And maybe they think I'm pretty. I'm not going to like pretend like that's not a driving force. I'm not going to ignore that, but it is, you know, people stay and want to be friends with you after a while based on your personality. Oh, hundred percent. You know, yeah. and so it's it's okay after you know after a little while of getting over it mm -hmm. to be like, okay, you know what? It's I I I deserve to have these friends. Yeah, I deserve to have these people talk to me. Right. I deserve to have my my connections and feel proud of myself for for what I've done. I've put a lot of work into my stream, and it's okay, even though it's not the best and it's not crazy. And people, other people have so much better stuff than me. It's okay. I'm allowed to be proud of what I've done. Yeah. But, yeah. But oh my God, it's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> it is so hard. Even talking about it out loud, I'm like, okay, well, don't sound too cocky. Like, yeah. come on. Like, it's like there's so many people out there that are so much better than you. Like, it's, you, you sound know, pathetic right now. But no, it's like, it, it's the, it's the human experience 100%. And, uh, you know, imposter syndrome was something new to me. I had a friend. Um, a couple months ago, who was dealing with it hardcore. And prior to that, I'd never even heard of it. Like, I didn't even mm -hmm. know what she was talking about, you know, and then I started doing some research in it, you know, mainly because I wanted to understand it so I could, you know, help her talk through it. And um, yeah, it was a really unique thing. And it's something that I like, the more I talk to you, I'm more coming to find that it's more widespread than just some weird anomaly that rarely ever happens that especially as social media continues to rise and, you know, we become so much more networked. Um, I had, I did one of those Q and A's um, on Instagram a couple of weeks ago and somebody asked in there, I thought it was because most people, 
with my Instagram, the majority of the people are asking funny questions, dumb stuff, yeah. you know, they don't take me seriously and neither do I. So it's fine. Um, but then randomly I got in there. Somebody asked me, asked me if I ever dealt with imposter syndrome. And I kind of had to chuckle and I'm like, no, not never. I I've never, and I'm not downplaying it at all. Imposter syndrome, if you understand it, is when you get a lot of attention and you don't believe you deserve it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, I know I don't. So it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm like the kid who puts a quarter into the gumball machine and all the gumballs start pouring out. And I'm just grabbing every last one I can, knowing eventually somebody's going to come shut it down because it's not supposed to be going on. That's yep. where I'm at with this. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Keep going with it. Um, but it is, and I think um, attached to that though, Thank God that in 2022, we're getting like more aware of mental health mm -hmm. because I don't know about you, but you know, being my age, when you were growing up, you were just called a wuss. Like no matter what you had going on, if you were feeling down or you weren't feeling hundred percent, it was just too bad. Tough it out, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. You know, and now they're actually like, Hey, maybe you should, um, uh, maybe it's not a bad thing if you take some time for yourself. And I agree with that, huh? especially when you do all the stuff that like you do. And like I do all the public stuff. I think sometimes you just, you have to, you have to unplug for a while and just get away from it. Do you run into that at all? Um, sort of, um, I, <laughs> it's, it's kind of, it's one of those situations where I feel very firmly about you know, okay, like if you're going through this, you need to take time for yourself. It is okay, you know, that that you're not okay. And, you know, if if you're feeling this way, then you need to reach out to other people. Uh, not me though. <laughs> it's not okay if I do it. Right. So yeah. if, I, if I have a friend and they're just like, I'm just, I'm like going through so much. And I, you know, I'm just like, you need to take the day. Like you need to go out and you do the stuff that makes you happy go get some coffee. You know, here's, $10 or something, go get yourself like a little coffee and like a little pastry or something like that is, that's not okay for you to be feeling this way. And then I'll be like having a sensory meltdown and freaking out. And like, um, I had some really horrible things happen to me recently. Um, and I had even more horrible stressful stuff happen to me like last week, um, like really devastating. And, uh, I was just like, hmm, okay, I'm just gonna go back to work. Mm -hmm. And then after I'm done with work, I'll have like an episode and then I'll go back to doing what I'm doing. And it's, it's for me, it, you know, it's hard for you to accept that type of thing with yourself. Cause it's just like, oh, well, I'm, I'm different though. I'm not allowed to do that. Right. You yeah. are. And I'll mm -hmm. encourage you to, but I'm not. I'm gonna tough it out. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. like, I have to tough it out mm -hmm. or else I'm weak. Right. And it's like, oh, well, do you, oh, so do you think I'm weak if I didn't? No, mm -hmm. not you. It's just me. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. And, you know, especially with like, um, like recently, you know, like I said, I'm moving, um, some really, really horrible stuff, uh, go on, uh, recently. And so I haven't been as consistent with streaming and it's like, oh, well, I'm a failure for that one. Mm -hmm. Like if oh, I'm horribly. skipping out, if I'm skipping out on stream days, I am a failure. Uh -huh. And part of, I mean, part of that, excuse me, part of that is true and isn't true in the sense of, well, okay, you're not a failure. If you need to take time for yourself, like it's, it's okay. This is not your job. Right. This is something that you do for fun. Mm -hmm. If it's not fun or you're not have you're not in a mindset to have fun, 
just go and take a bath or something. Yeah. Weirdo. Yeah. But on the other hand, there is some validity to that where it's like, okay, if you're streaming, you know, you have constantly building momentum. Hopefully you have constantly building momentum. And if you start being extremely inconsistent, then yeah, you're going to take a hit to your numbers. Mm. That's just the way it works. And, you know, so if I decide to like, um, tonight, I'm going to have a short stream. I'm going to, I'm going to try again with Melania. Um, <laughs> uh, and then Wednesday I'm going to have, I probably just another very short, either trying a little bit with Melania or doing a very short, just chatting. And then after that, I'm like gone for a week mm -hmm. because I am, you know, packing, I'm moving, etc. And it's like, I feel extremely guilty about that because mm -hmm. I feel like I have been working very hard to, to, you know, build myself up and create this community and, you know, with my numbers and everything. And it's like, well, I'm just about to like stab it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and it's hard to not feel guilty about that. It feels mm -hmm. like undermining your own work, but yeah, you gotta sometimes, right. Yeah. You, you do. just have to decide like, you know what? It's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. If I take a hit, I'll make it back later. It's fine. I need to just. Well, and the way I look at it is that if you, have, yeah, if you have people who are following you and are checking out your streams or your podcast or whatever it is, and you have to take a small break just because whether it's mental health or you just have shit you have to deal with and you lose some people in that process, then those people were flakes anywhere and probably weren't going to stick around long term anyway. You know what I mean? Because I guarantee you, like I, I, I follow you on, you know, Twitch. And if you didn't stream anything for two weeks, and then all of a sudden you pop back in with a stream and be like, oh, holy cow, she's back on. Cool. You'd hop in. Be like, oh, mm -hmm. man, it's been a while. How you been? You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it. It's it's unfortunate. And I know exactly what you mean, because I feel that way. Like there are mm -hmm. times where I feel like if I'm not, you know, oh, it's, you know, for two days, I've been so overwhelmed. I haven't been doing anything. I've been doing anything to help promote the podcast. I haven't reached out to other people about being guests. I haven't followed up on emails. I am an abject failure. Yeah. Eh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not great. I'm not bad. I'm just okay. And that's okay. Um, it is what it is. You know, it's, it's the unfortunate game, but I love the way you put that though. It's something I choose to do to have fun and yeah. don't let it become too much of a stressor. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I mean, you know, going, going back to it, it's just, it is still hard because mm. you know, if, if, even if it is just a hobby or something, if you put in so much work and then just decide to kind of like, yeah, that's fine. If it decide, you know, if it tanks, cause I'm deciding to not put effort into it for a little while, that still undermines your hard work. Maybe it's not as much of like, I am a failure, but it is just kind of like, sure. Yeah. Sure. You want to do that? Uh huh. But, and it is kind of something that after a little while, you just have to be like, yeah, it is what it is for sure. Yeah. yeah. I do have to do that mm -hmm. and it's okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I've gotten so. to the point, I don't know if you've reached this point. Um, I had to reach a point where I had to like schedule myself breaks. Like I'll be on like a tear of like, okay, like I, I do my best to have a new episode of the podcast out every single Thursday as it stands right now, I'm going to have a new episode out all the way until the end of July, end of this month. And then, and that has been going for like a good, like two, three months now where like every single week I've cranked another one out. And then I, I've talked about this. I legitimately might like take two weeks off 
just because you know and that's the same i know it's probably you probably feel the same way with twitch stream when you get to the point where it becomes such a stressor that you start losing the passion that you have for it that's going to show through even subconsciously in what it is you do you know Mm -hmm. you're i think you're far more likely to lose viewers if you're coming across as unenthused and uninterested and just going through the motions than if you just straight up took the week off you know what i mean that's that's how i look at it anyway and that has happened a couple of times where Mm. i was just like okay you know i i don't want to stream but i but i have to i have to go and do this i promised these people that i would do this thing and i haven't i missed last stream so i just have to do it and then i would get on and yeah i wouldn't be i wouldn't be in a fun or entertaining mindset i would just be bummed out and some of those days were you know like halo days that is not a, a halo stream is not the stream to go into if you're in the wrong mindset i was just it, and looking at it it was like you know what it would have been better if you had just gone and taken a bath they would have been there later and if they weren't there who cares yeah that sucks but that's that's the way it is and so that's still a lesson that it's still a lesson that i'm learning i'm always constantly learning lessons but in kind of one of those going back to what you had asked earlier, you know, if I schedule myself breaks, it's uh, still not something that I've learned my lesson on, Mm -hmm. where if I don't schedule myself time to rest, my body will do it for me. Mm -hmm. And it will make me and it will mess up my plans, Mm -hmm. because I was not planning to rest. Right. And, you know, that kind of goes back into the, the pressure that I was talking about earlier where, you know, recently, like I said, with all of these really, really rough things that, that have happened, it's like, oh, well, I can't take a break because I need to handle this thing mm-hmm. and I need to go over here and I need to do this. And all of these things are necessary. And, you know, yes, like mental health has value and stuff like that, but it is very difficult for you to just look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, it's, it's okay if you, if you take a break. Um, Mm -hmm. especially whenever things actively will get screwed over if you don't. So, you know, it's like you work all day and then you take care of the things that you can absolutely not neglect no matter what. And then, okay, like I have an hour at the end of the day where I can, you know, okay, what can I do with this hour? Do I go take a bath and try to, you know, rest and calm down and take some time for myself? Or I have two weeks of laundry that I need to do <laughs> and I need to put away yeah. and if I don't do it and then put this stuff away. It's going to be either dirty or it's going to be super wrinkled and messed up for tomorrow. And I'm going to look like trash. If I, when I go to work and my husband's going to look like trash when he goes to work. And it's, so it's like, there are just things where it's like, okay, you do need to do this and it can't be neglected. Mm-hmm. And you just have to, as an adult, you just have to be like, well, damn. Yeah. But then, you know, when that happens like weeks and weeks and weeks in a row, then you're like, okay, well, yeah, I guess, I guess certain parts of my life will just be horrible because I can't, I just can't, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, I'm very much, first of all, one of my, um, careers that I should go into is I should get paid for like vacation itineraries or something. I am very very good with that. I am in, and now don't get me wrong. I'm not insane. Okay. Whenever it comes to like itineraries and stuff, it's not just like, okay, you get here at four Oh five. And then by four ten, you're going like five minutes. No, like, okay. I'm not insane, mm-hmm. but 
I'm very well, I'm very good at um, optimizing time (laughs) (laughs) and making things very efficient. I Uh have like a bullet journal. I'm a very big planner. Uh, And and you should, you would laugh looking Mm -hmm. at some of my like bullet journal, like spread type stuff (laughs) where it's like, okay, so I do this and then I have to do this and then I have to do this and this. But the reason why I organize these by this way is because these are closer to each other. And I do need to have this one over there because that's close to these guys too, but this one's not open on a Monday. So I need to go over here on a Thursday. So actually I'm going to go ahead and move these over here on a Thursday uh, because they're all in the same, like, I'll just like, (laughs) it's like a beautiful mind type style thing Mm -hmm. going on, like in my brain at all times with like the weird cutouts and stuff. So it's, you know, going from that, (laughs) With all of this stuff that I have to do all the time, my like calendar in there and my planner look like I showed it to one of my friends. I was like, well, here's this week. And she was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> How do you have time for all this? Right. Like, you know, and and like with the this the studying for like licensing and stuff that I've done recently, I talked to a couple of friends about it and they were like, What, how can you do that? Like I I would die. And I was like, Yeah, that's the joke. Mm-hmm. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. Like, I can't, you just don't have a choice. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? Just not, not go, not keep moving forward. Like, right. I don't know. So it's, but then, yeah, you toss streaming in there and it's on top of it. Yeah. 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 So there, there have been some streams recently where I've actually, a lot of the ones recently, if you go look at the VOD and go look at the very beginning, I will just be like, Hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> I had a really bad day today. <laughs> anyway, I might take some shots. Okay, let's play Elden Ring. And so it's you can overcome it sometimes. Yeah. And forget. And, yes. And have a good time and get distracted and into your game. But then yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So um speaking of go away. speaking of schedules and distracted and all that stuff, we like I'm just now realizing that we ran like way over on time. Oh, did we? <laughs> yeah. We were having a great conversation. So, and I, oh, yeah. See, that's, yeah. I, I think wanna, that's, that's I what I told you earlier. I yeah. was like, listen, I will just keep talking. You have to stop me. I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's those are the best people that I do podcasts with. You know, there's nothing worse than doing a podcast with somebody who's like, terrified of their own microphone you mm-hmm. know those are those are the worst where you're like so um i understood that this just happened how'd that go good hey like yeah, yeah. which halo did you start out uh, the first one yeah it was a lot of fun thanks for asking <laughs> yeah i started off with the first one um, yeah I'm, I'm a podcast not npr so i feel like it has to you know move a little bit more than that but uh hey uh i want to uh thank you so very much for taking uh, like you just said you got a crazy busy schedule um so i want to definitely thank you for taking the time to to talk to this idiot and um yeah well uh i'm definitely going to keep watching your twitch streams and i uh, hope we get to talk to you again in the future yeah thanks for having me finally i know we've we've had this uh plan for a uh, couple months, but uh, I have a lot of things to come up. So yeah, thanks for having me. I'm glad I got to finally do this. This is fun. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So that was the episode of Primrose Fun. That was so much fun. I want to thank all of you out there for everything you do to support this podcast. It means a lot to me. I love every minute of it. Um, I'm going to get out of here, but until next time, I want to say I love all you. Hope you take care of each other and we'll talk to you next time.